You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to 10 Cent Beer Life. Welcome back to Tencent Beer Life. I'm your host, Kyle, as always, with my guys, Brian and Dave. What's going on, fellas? Sorry we're late, everybody. Sorry we're late this week. That one, uh, This one's on me. I couldn't do Monday. It's not all on you. I mean, we all had shit going on. Well, not on Monday. Yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys tour the Fort Wayne Natural History Museum? We did not. We didn't even go to Fort Wayne. We went to Indianapolis. Oh, shit. We no. went to Cincinnati and stayed with my cousin on Saturday. And uh, we got real rip-roaring drunk. And uh, and we went to a Mexican restaurant where they have the pyrotechnic budget of a Motley Crue show in 1982. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Every single thing that came out had sparklers shooting shit out. It was amazing. What did you get? Did you get one? No, because those were like the, the they had like Vegas style fruity drinks. Sure. Where they were like all sorts of different colors and giant glasses. Um, so I, I, you know, best I could get there. They didn't even have seltzer. I had to get uh, Jim Beam on the rocks. So I just drank that and I got fajitas, which was delicious. Nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. The fuck's going on? I forgot to uh, mute my phone there. My apologies. Oh, you're cool. You're cool, dude. <laughs> the disrespect is off the charts coming from over here. So my, my apologies. No, uh, you're good. And then, uh, yeah, Sunday we went to uh, we went to Indianapolis. We stayed with Sarah's uncle, and then I did the Alex Price show, which was a lot of fun. He runs a, a hell of a room out there. It was like 100 people on a Sunday night. That's great. Yeah. I follow their Instagram crowd. They usually have like a banger lineup too. Hell yeah. I was sad that uh like I I was it, the set didn't go as well as I had hoped. It went very well, but like I, you know, I hadn't done bearskin condoms in a while and I'm like this seems like the kind of weirdo almost hipstery crowd that would appreciate it. And uh no, they did not. They did not like it. And I ended <laughs> on it. I've never heard you tell that joke. But I have heard people tell me about how much they love that joke. Either people hear it and then like talk about it and bring it up to me for years, or they fucking hate it. There's no middle ground on that bit. It's so good. Well, thank you. I, it's one of my favorite. That's one of the top I, my top three favorite bits I've ever written. What are they? What are they? Let's, you just mentioned it. Top three: bearskin condom. Uh, so bearskin condoms. Is up there. Um, the poop story is number one, and then you know I like the drug test bit. I'll put that number two. Yeah, nice. Oh yeah. Do you it have covers a favorite all the joke? Bases. You got a favorite joke, Dave? Of my own? Yeah. I mean, squirters is pretty good. Um, <laughs> I mean, favorite joke. 
I got the <laughs> I got the one about um, me folding the chicken into a penis suitcase. That's really good. That one's named Rigamortis Boner. Because um, <laughs> I, you know, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know about top three. I like the CPAP uh, pose and if with the goosebumps. CPAP is up there. Yeah. yeah. Um, is, that the the one? One? is that the one where you go wear some sexy beasts? Sexy beasts, yeah. Yeah. Dude, and you know what was crazy is I've been telling that joke for fucking five, seven years, eight years or whatever. Uh-huh. And then one, I think it was, uh, I don't know, it was in Highland Square some night. One night, I, it just fucking struck me like a bolt of lightning to say a lot of babies sleep like, uh, a lot of people sleep like babies. I sleep like preemies. <laughs> like I had, been, I had been telling the joke forever, and then all of a sudden, fucking boom, that popped into my head. I'm like, oh, it's it's permanent. Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to think favorite jokes I do. I do that one where I uh, talk about like my dad, uh, how my dad's my role model. That joke I like a lot. Like a lot of my newer set. That that ladle joke that I do, uh, I've wrote it like first three months of comedy, and it just always gets me out of a pinch anytime I need it. It's a good. It's a good. Story. Hell yeah! I never thought about that when you said it was the top three joke. I was like, oh, I've never actually thought about what my favorite jokes are. I do I like joke. I, the one that I, I've been liking lately is the one about uh, Sarah thinking I need to French braid the hair. That shit is also like an all-time favorite of mine. Yeah, that's a good joke. You close on that sometimes. Yeah, it, it typically does very well. Yeah, oh yeah, it's a good joke. You're a good joke writer. You're a good Thank joke you. writer too, Dave. Hey, thanks. I appreciate it. I think you guys are both funny, and I genuinely mean that. I, I died pretty that. hard in uh, in Avon on Tuesday. What, was that uh, Brent and Megan's thing? Yeah, the people, like they, they, and you know, certainly no fault of their own. It, it's a great room. They got a lot of people there, but the people that were there, uh, they were just, they were not in a mood for comedy. They came for comedy and did not want to hear comedy. That's always fun. Mm hmm. It was, it was a nice little mix, but everybody should go try and do that room. It's great. Yeah, I'll check it out. I probably never will, but it's good in theory. Yeah. I like Brent and Megan. Yeah. They're always, they've always been really nice and good and not shitty to me or really anybody that's noticed. Because <laughs> <laughs> I talk shit. No. Well, no. No. Megan reached out to me and thanked me for, you know, talking shit to Mike Conley. Um, when Mike Conley was given, I don't even know what he was. He was complaining that the... Uh, you know, the older four horsemen of Cleveland comedy, one of them had retired and he was saying something condescendingly to the effect of, is the Cleveland comedy awards going to recognize uh, this dude's retirement? Charlie Wiener, Charlie Wiener's retirement, or are they going to snub him like the Cleveland comedy festival? And then a couple people, Josh Morrow gave him a good response. Um, who was the other one? David Horning gave him a good response. He was just being a condescending prick to both of them. And, dude, I didn't normally, I, you know, <laughs> I don't fucking do anything hardly ever on Facebook. But for whatever reason, it just rubbed me the wrong way. So I fucking checked his ass. And <clears throat> then he tried to fucking pull the same shit with me. And I checked him again a second time. And, and then he was like, we don't know each other. But I imagine we're not going to be working well together. And I, I wasn't going to be like, yeah, dumbass. I fucking went on right before you at the, at the festival the first year. But 
you know, it is what it is. He was being a dick and she reached out and thanked me for like defending them, even though I was just like, you know, how, why would you talk to Mauro and Horning that way when all they were doing was trying to help? And it's like, he's got a fucking ax to grind or something. Charlie Wiener's great. I, I love Charlie Wiener. Like I, I get him saying what he did. He just did it in completely the wrong way. Yeah. No, I mean, Hey, you know, it's do what you do. Just, I don't understand why you got to be a prick about it. You know? Yeah. As, so. as speaking on the behalf of the Cleveland Comedy Festival that he mentioned in that, uh, blame blame my mind and not my heart. There's a lot of moving parts. You can't keep up with everything. You know, that was, and he's not listening to this. No. Yeah, definitely not. I don't Otherwise, know if he'd probably know who Dave was. <laughs> no shit, dude. <laughs> well, well, I don't know if he knows, you know, Mike has been nice to me. We had him open the festival. He's the first headliner we had on the opening show and uh, reached out to him because he's a very prominent Akron guy and he has been for years. And I don't know if he knows Cleveland and maybe he's like, those guys in rubber city get it. And I'm like, it's the same fucking people, man. You know, and he's just trying to like bash them to build us up or something. But, uh, anyhow, I don't know. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. Rubber City Comedy Festival is coming up. Uh, I have done stuff for it, but I have to go into war mode uh, next week. Like, I just got to start preparing and getting all my ducks in a row. Uh, yeah, it sucks. It's just to make that dive into it and watch all those submission videos fucking blow my brains out. It sucks yeah, dude, so hard. You're doing two of them. Two festivals. That's that's a bunch. Uh, it just keeps me from, uh, I don't know, if. I don't know why I do it. Honestly, keeps you from watching TV. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it keeps me from enjoying shows and playing video games. Yeah, it lets you keep telling people I don't really watch TV, and then you have that air of superiority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, it's more <laughs> the superiority is to be a gatekeeper and dictate open micers' careers. Is really why I do it because <laughs> I need to have a, I need to have grasp this power. Uh, kiss this ring. Yeah, that's pretty much it. I kiss the ring is right. I uh. No, I think people have fun. I think they appreciate it. And I don't know if, if I wasn't doing it, I don't know who would be or if it would be as fun as it is for everybody. So You're missing out on a lot of good a lot of good TV though. A lot of good TV. I gotta say, it's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of really good TV out there right now. Allison's in there watching How I Met Your Father. I think I'm doing okay. That's what we'd be watching. Oh god. I you know, I started watching that one and I I really like How I Met Your Mother because Jason Siegel fucking kills me his new show on apple is phenomenal if anybody out there has apple tv try shrinking out it is so funny i uh which one's jason siegel the main character from forgetting sarah marshall oh that tall dude okay yeah he he is so funny on how i met your mother really anything he does forgetting sarah marshall is one of my favorite comedies ever um knocked up. he's really funny and knocked up mm-hmm. it's amazing how soon the milk arrives <laughs> Say hi to Debbie for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, his new show Shrinking. Harrison Ford is in it. It's uh, it's great. Harrison Ford's in it? Did he get all fucked up from that plane crash? He's good. I mean, his character in the show has Parkinson's. Uh, or is like early with Parkinson's. But, I mean, he seems fine. And he's, huh. he's funny. He's funny as hell on the show. It's a very good show. Interesting. Yep. Well, I'll just add that to the queue. Uh, that show, like... 
746 that you guys told me to watch. So I don't know how you watch so much TV. I watch so much TV. Um, they, you I have mean, two. Like, you have two. So I, I mean, I don't watch two programs at the same time. I'm typically playing video games <laughs> or watching sports, and then Sarah's watching something. But, I mean, I stay up late. Sarah goes to bed pretty early, so I, I get to watch whatever I want for at least a couple hours a night. Um, sometimes I'm doing other stuff while it's playing, but... Um, yeah, I, I got another show called physical 100 and I can't get enough of that shit. It's these Koreans and they are, it's, like it's, it's kind of squid games, but like, instead of just taking everyday people and having them die, it's uh it's squid game with like athletes. So there's competitions that eliminate half of the people. Um, and, and there's no weight classes. There's no splitting men and women up. It's it, everybody's on the, the equal playing field. So they like the first they have them do like a hanging competition to kind of like rank them, just like hang from a suspended, you know, bar apparatus for a while. And then they go right into the first actual competition, which is what they call a full, a death match. They take a medicine ball, put it in the middle of this arena. Whoever's holding it at the end of three minutes fucking wins. It's awesome. Is this Jesus. a reality show or a real? Yes, show? it is not a scripted show. It, it is Korean like crossfitters, bodybuilders. Some people are, are Olympic gold medalists. Um, some are like former special forces. It, it's a pretty wide variety. Interesting. Hell yeah. It's awesome. That sounds pretty cool. Is it subtitled out or is it? Yeah, you got to subtitle it or you could uh, play it dubbed, which almost sounds like like anime. It's it's like borderline racist. It's really funny. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking of, uh, what was that, MXC? Uh, maximum extreme challenge type deal. Yeah, the guy Guy Ledouche. That shit was hilarious. But this I is this is so in much. no way a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe I'll check that out. Maybe I'll hit play next. I'll pay the dollar to play next on that one. That sounds interesting. It's on Netflix. I'll check it out. Um, I've got to watch. There's a bunch of uh, shows that I haven't even started because I know. As soon as I do, I would get sucked into them, and I'll just want to. I'd like stay up all night and just binge them until five in the morning, and then suffer all next day. That's that's half of my problem. Like if I start watching something that's in depth, is I'll want to binge. I'll say oh, I'll watch one more, and then I'll just lay there and like stay up till like eleven thirty midnight watching TV, and I'm like I gotta work at five. This is stupid, but I can't turn it off. I can't turn it off. That's that's half the problem. These shows like like that show. Um... It's uh, they come out weekly. So like the shrinking show on Fridays, um, the physical 100s on Tuesdays. I, I uh, the last of us is on Sundays. So I just keep up with it like that. And I treat it like, you know, we used to watch TV mm-hmm. and that keeps me from uh, staying up till five o'clock in the morning. That's, that's a good idea. I can't, I can't fathom how that works. Appointment TV, TV like the old days, like the old days. Um, I'm trying to think. I really didn't prepare much. Uh, this is a weird time for me. I'm very sleepy, and I thought, oh, I'll, I'll get a little loose on the show uh, to lighten things up. So I said some scotches, and uh, it's just making more more sleepy. I uh, you got a nice sweater on. Your hair's all slicked back. You're drinking scotch. You look like John yes. Candy with that sweater on. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like Uncle Buck. Nice. I'll I take dig it. it. Yeah. What kind of scotch you drinking? Ah, uh, it's in a decanter actually, so I don't remember what it is. I think it's Johnny Walker Black. I think we bought a big bottle for something, 
and I needed to get it off, so I just dumped it in a decanter. Somebody Tasty. got me a decanter, and uh, I've never used it. And wow, we look very, very uh, rich with it. I don't know. I have a decanter that is a stormtrooper's head. So the whole thing's glass. Yeah, the whole thing's glass. Um, but I, you know, anytime I put scotch in a decanter, like you guys have watched me drink scotch, it doesn't last. It's, there's no. I don't let scotch just sit there. Like, for my housewarming party, a bunch of people bought me bottles of scotch. It's almost gone. That's a fairly long time. How many bottles? Maybe five. That's pretty good work, actually. Since August? Mm -hmm. I shared some, but yeah, I've I've, I've done some decent work. Yeah, I typically won't drink by myself like this. Allison, I, I poured, like, a nice, like, hefty pour... And I was sitting in the living room watching TV, and Allison, she does her nails three times a week. And she has, like, a fucking Dremel, and she's Dremeling it. And I just look at it, and there's just, there's fucking, like, nail dust on all, like, a layer of the top of my scotch. I was like, son of a bitch, I gotta cut this out. I'm drinking her fingernails right now. It's gross. Uh, the ultimate form of intimacy. Yeah. So I started over. Um there's a lot of sports. When's the last time we talked? What happened? We, we talked Super Bowl. We we know the Eagles and Chiefs are in the Super Bowl. Uh, that's coming up. That was uh, not much on that front. That game just has got to be played. And um, Who do you guys have winning? The Birds, dude. The yeah, Birds. I think we all picked the Eagles. Yeah, I think I, think I got to go Eagles uh, with Mahomes' ankle. And I think all my bets are going to be vastly leaning towards the unders across the board. Have you looked up any uh, prop bets at all? No, I like I don't think that DraftKings really has any of like the the silly ones. I could no. be wrong, but um anytime what about I've ever Barstool, don't you bet through Barstool exclusively? Totally, exclusively through Barstool. I'm not a fucking employee there. So I'll do whatever I want. Do we lose Kyle? I think we did. Talking about bitches? Yeah. They got him. <laughs> bitches love Rihanna. As soon as he said it, they cut him out. <laughs> Look at his dumbass face. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that hood internet that he's got. Yeah. He's been doing well lately. Like this is, We haven't had a problem in a while. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to eventually make this, uh, you know, put some video out on this, but we got to get good internet over there before we can do stuff like that. Yeah, I'd like it. What does he got to do? Just call and bother AT&T to, to upgrade shit? I mean, either get a higher package or, you know, like I said, cut the modem off and call them up and tell them shit ain't working. Make them roll trucks to your house a bunch of times and... And eventually they'll fix the whole fucking neighborhood. <laughs> That'd be nice. My yeah. parents had like a transformer leaking some sort of fluid right in, in their front yard. Jesus. Welcome back. Yeah, I don't know what happened. My computer went just completely black. And uh, I don't know. We it's were never talking about how you need to sabotage your internet so that the internet company will come and upgrade everything. Yeah, Dave, we need to talk. You need to just tell me 
exactly what to do. I know you told me on an episode, but I don't. I just blank out on these things, you know. <laughs> uh, it's literally unplug the power, and then it just looks like it's offline to them. You know, look and see what the lights do when it's on and and working. And then when they say unplug it and plug it back in, you know, the power lights on, and then the, these other lights are blinking, and they just keep blinking. You know. But the whole time okay. it's just off. And then they'll come run new cables for me. You do it enough, yeah. First they'll check. They'll be. They'll check to see. Oh no, the. You know they'll run tests and shit, and they'll, they'll they might change some stuff right outside your house. You know maybe run a new drop to the street. <clears throat> but other than that, uh, if it persists, then I mean I lived I lived in a sketchy neighborhood. Uh, you know right across the street from the Crack Palace. And, you know, they hadn't upgraded shit in that neighborhood in fucking forever. So, you know, three dudes in a house with, you know, gaming systems and internet and shit. You know, we were we were all over it. I had them uh, fixing that shit all the time. Why did you ever move? You were within walking distance of the crack palace. <laughs> you know, coincidentally enough, I'd never smoked crack. Even when I had a, a, a crack head roommate at that point. You know, I just tried it that one time and that was good for me. The diet crack. Okay. Just a little taste. Yeah. Just a little bit. Cinnamon. Little bit. Like a taste of some egg. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I uh I drove to North Carolina this last weekend for a wedding. That's all you do. That's all I do is go to weddings. Yeah. It was fun. The drive wasn't that bad. It was literally right off 77. So it was literally, I live right off 77. It was one road all the way down, all the way back. So, I mean, it wasn't terrible. I could drive there right now without a GPS. You were trying to chase that weather balloon. So... (laughs) that was wild because it was in North Carolina when we were there. We didn't know it was getting shot down. But while we were driving, I saw the most crazy fucking, like, I've never even seen a plane like this in a fucking air show. It was like a black triangle-ish fucking plane, and it was moving through the sky so fucking fast and low. It was wild. It was just, and I knew, I was like, there's got to be a military base or something around here. Come to find out that balloon was there, dude. They're watching it. They're making sure. Okay. I, I think it's one of the stealth bombers. Yeah, dude. It was yeah. definitely a stealth bomber or something. Some technology I've never seen before in my life. It, like, it, it was fucking bizarre. It sounded like you described like a, what is it, a B-52 stealth bomber? A black triangle? I think so. Have you guys ever seen one fly out in the wild? An air show. An air show, yeah. Yeah, this was no air show. There was not multiple of them it was in the middle of nowhere in the country just fucking doing it i mean maybe there was an air show i don't know allison i'm doing a podcast you can't just chime in it fucks me up were you by any cities kyle (laughs) did you hear her yeah you were not by any cities yeah No, no cities that was wild Oh, the wedding was really cool. The guy that we know um, has this, like, big-time brewery to beer heads, and, like, people jack off to him. And uh, Oh, that's you know, nice. Like, yeah, well, he, he you know, he's, like, kind of, like, 
He likes when we're around because he doesn't have to talk about beer the whole fucking time, you know? He's like, I don't want to talk about work, so it's cool. Um, did you bring me any gluten-free beers? I did. Oh. It wasn't from him. And I don't know if you're going to like it or not. And I, I bought it thinking this was like a cool North Carolina beer, and I looked on it, I think it was made in Canada. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I didn't mind. I mean, you don't, like IPA, you don't like IPAs, do you? You know, I was never crazy about them, but like gluten-free beer, it, like IPAs are a frequent um, choice for gluten-free brewers. So I, you know, I've, I've come to uh, sort of, in, you know, I'd say I enjoy them. Yeah, I, I do now. Okay, cool. Well, it's a gluten-free IPA. I thought it. I was like, I remember you thinking these tasted like dirty gym socks, but <laughs> never I dirty gym socks. Said. More just overwhelmingly grapefruity. Oh, no. I don't think they taste like grapefruit at all. You've been having some weird IPAs? It's pretty common to add grapefruit to IPAs. Oh, I know. But I don't think this one is. I think this is like a probably a little hoppy. I don't know what the fuck it tastes like. I've never had it. Um, there was shit. So there's this little town called Morganton, and every shop had Shenyun posters in it. And I'm like, there's no there's no Shenyun coming to Morganton. It's like half the size of Lima even. There's no escaping um, them. They are omnipresent. Dude, it was insane. We were at a bookstore just like putzing around town during the day. And I told this lady at the bookstore, I said, hey, you know that this is a, a cult. The, it, these people are not good. Like, this is not a good thing you have hanging uh -huh. in your bookstore. And she looked at me with the dirtiest fucking look and said, this is a public bookstore. We have to put anything up. And like real snarky. And I was like. I hope she went home and Googled it and saw that they're making QAnon posts for Donald Trump. I hope she goes up and Googles it. I'm sure she's, she's cool with that. She, you're in North Carolina, bud. It's weird because it's like very, I do a joke. It's uh, when I went to Asheville, I like vegans for Trump. Where the fuck am I? But it's real. Like we're like this like hipster area and we walked into like a craft store and it's like, you'd think it would be like, like a liberal area. And it's just a bunch of like, we, the people things disguised as, you know, like, a coffee shop, you know, it's, it's wild. Life is weird. I'm going to Asheville and, uh, for Memorial day weekend. It's cool. I mean, it's fun. Yeah. Both, uh, my, it's like a joint bachelor, bachelorette party for my sister and, uh, her fiance, Eric, who are, uh, listeners of the show. Nice. Yeah. There's, Shout there's out. like, there's, a. Uh, like this area that's like almost like run down and they let like people graffiti it. Have you, you've never been there? No, I've never been there. So it's like real cool. And it's got like a bunch of little shops and shit in there. Um, but it's like all like you can go and graffiti. Like you could take a can and graffiti. I believe like it's just like open air art, I guess. But down there, there's a barbecue joint that was pretty tight. Uh, check that barbecue joint out. I don't remember what the name of the place is. All right. Uh, the brewery. There's one. No, there's not Nashville. Never mind. I tell you to stop by our buddy's brewery, but there's not one in Asheville. Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Tell him to start one for me. <laughs> I think they're close. I think it's like 45 minutes away. Okay. We we went to this wedding. It was one of the weirdest things that I've ever seen, though. Uh, like his brother gave a speech, and then like her sister gave a speech, and uh, like the mom spoke, and like you know the typical wedding stuff. And then the bride and groom get up and say, like, hey, thank you for coming. We love you, blah, blah, blah. And, like, things are wrapping up. And then they go, hold on a minute. We got one more speech. And this guy gets up, and he's like, hi, my name's Danny, and I'm the baker who made the cake. And he rambles on about making the cake. 
and talks about the cake. And the first time I met Todd, I knew we'd be friends. And and then goes on to talk about like all the work that he put into this fucking cake. And then they carried the cake by. I saw it. And it was a regular fucking cake. But who steps on like the bride and groom saying, hey, thanks for coming. We love you. And this guy's like, let me tell you about this cake. Was it good? Didn't even have a piece. I refused to eat it. How could you? <laughs> After all that, I would taste it just so that I could be like, that's not as good as this was made to be. It, there's no way it could live up to the expectations. Either that or it was the best fucking cake in existence and you missed out. I didn't even see it. Like, it was not like I didn't know where you could even get a piece. What kind of cake did you have at your wedding? We made cupcakes. We made multiple cupcakes. We hand, well, her cousin like kind of like bakes as a hobby. So like we went into my kitchen and just we were poor. We got married in our mid twenties, so we just said, "Here, come on, we'll buy all the shit. Let's bake a couple hundred cupcakes." And we did. And they were good. We had like three did or you, four kinds. Did you keep them all separate, or did you do the thing where they like put them together and then they ice the whole thing and make it look like a whole ass thing? No, they were just like on a, a stand, so you could free grab cupcakes. My mom and my aunt took a cake making class back in the day. My mom used to make cakes all the time back in the day, but she made my cousin's wedding cake, and it was like black fondant with like pink and yellow lilies. The whole time, I'm like, this cake's gonna suck, and then it ended up being one of the hardest things I've ever seen in my life. It was it was pretty good. Oh yeah. Sarah got a, a cassata cake for her and whoever else could eat it. And like that would be my choice if I if I could have eaten it. I fucking love cassata cake. Anything with pudding in it. You put pudding in it in, a, in an item, I'm I'm gonna be there for it. Cassata cake rocks, dude. Hell yeah. I might be with you. That's probably my favorite cake. Man, you can't even sneak a little bit of cake on your wedding day. Damn. I don't want diarrhea on my wedding day. Yeah, I guess it makes sense. But like, it's not like I didn't eat. Like we, you know, we got giant steaks. We had deviled eggs, um, <laughs> big cheese board. It, it was amazing. It was all, all of my favorite stuff that I can have was there. And plus, I was dropping the cash on Lagavulin to hit the minimum. <laughs> <laughs> deviled eggs are my cake. Hell yeah, they were they were the best deviled eggs I've ever had. This was at Red. Yeah, Red Steakhouse. And then the next day, I broke both the gluten-free and diabetes diet because we like we took some leftovers home, and they had mini pierogies. And I'm like, I am not gonna not try these mini pierogies. And I'll no, break I'll break everything for pierogies over cake any day. Really, you're a pierogi guy, huh? Oh yeah. Huh? I didn't know that about you. I, are we are we not all pierogi guys? Is uh, a hot take here? No, I just assumed like that was just it's just dough and potatoes, man. Like I figured In the like, best that way was, like, possible. Something you'd stay away from. Uh uh-uh, uh dough uh, I mean I, I I always stay away from pierogies, but uh wedding pierogies from a fancy steakhouse, like I you know, I, I had a couple bites the next day. They had they had pierogies at this wedding. He did like a Polish thing. A taste of Cleveland, if you will. Nice. But it was in North Carolina, so nobody really knew how to make it. Like, they had chicken popper pies. <laughs> where Lion and Allison says, I can't even believe you're grabbing a piece of that bullshit. And I was like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Allison makes a killer chicken popper kosh. Oh, I love chicken popper kosh. Can you eat that? Nope. 
All right. Not unless it's like specially <laughs> made, like, you know, specialty dumplings. Is it just the dumplings that you can't have? I mean, I there's think sour cream in it, you know? Sour cream I can do. Huh. I wonder if there's any other gluten in there. If you just did no dumplings with it. The dumplings are so so crucial. I mean, they are. They're very important. Do you know uh-huh. what paprika is? Because I just learned what it is. What is it? No. I just I just learned too. We probably saw the same meme. We had to. It, it's just dried and crushed red peppers. That's it. Really? I thought it, paprika was some sort of uh, you know seasoning that grew by itself. Yeah, me too. No. For chicken paprikas, you got to buy Hungarian paprika. Ooh. So what is that? Just Hungarian crushed red peppers? Probably. Huh. Damn. It's nuts. There was a... I went through a a phase where I was cooking pierogies in the air fryer. Ah, that sounds good. And it was... It was making the... uh, You know, it was making the outsides of them real weird and like flaky and brittle. But they are still delicious. I don't care for a boiled pierogi. I, I you can fry it. Yeah. I, I like that that hardness on the outside. Yeah, you got to get that crispy, crisp. like a Crunchwrap Supreme kind of crisp to it. One of Allison's girlfriends started a whole business off making pierogies, but they're in Columbus. So anytime we go to Columbus, we have to buy pierogies, and we bought some on our way to North Carolina, and they have been in our car for. An ex- substantial amount of time, and we're going to eat them Saturday. And I don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> You're going to eat them anyways. <laughs> well, I mean, it was cold out. And we Not put them in the today. refrigerator. Yeah, until well, today. they haven't been in the car the whole time. Oh, but they were in the car from what Thursday, but it was like frigid out. Friday, they went into a fridge Friday night late. Then came out Sunday, drove back with us, went into the fridge Sunday. We're going to eat them Saturday. Oh, I, I think you're know. good then. Do you? Okay. I trust it. Yeah. If Brian says it. No, I'm the last person. You work in serving food. If anybody should be an authority on this, it's you. <laughs> well, that's that's it, though. Like, I'm extra cautious. The only thing you have to worry about is your body, and that's all I have to carry about. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not worrying about children. I would not serve these pierogies to children. <laughs> but I'll serve them to my family. Okay. So, they sound delicious. I want them. It'll be good. If you ever want to break it, let me know. I got a progy. I was buying them off some old lady in Slavic Village. Uh, that seems like the way to go. One. They weren't that great. No? Wow. Shots fired. Fuck that old lady. Yeah, they, they, were, they were just kind of <laughs> shitty, you know? I'm not going to lie. The hipsters Dumb old are bitch. doing a good job. Uh, what else? Oh, my buddy Tony had a baby. Uh Congratulations, to Tony. Show. Yeah. Uh, he's a, he'll be a shitty father, but he had a kid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. What did they name it? I can tell you how shitty he'll be. Oh, uh, I don't even know. It's a little girl. Fuck. What did, What the fuck is the name of the kid? Everybody's having kids right now. Josh Volchko uh, just had a kid. Named his kid Frank Volchko. That's a hell of a name. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I dude. fucking love it. Frank Hard Volchko. Sounds like a, a a first generation American electrician. Yeah, who coaches pee wee football? Yeah, yeah, dude. I, he's calling him Frankie when he's young, you know. Yeah, but 
Frank Fultzko. Frank Fultzko. How the hell you strong doing? Strong name. Yeah. And Josh is such a pussy name, so <laughs> it's good that he like got away from it. Josh is a pussy name. Kyle's a pussy name. I think Brian and Dave are middle of the road. Man names. I'm in the Bible. Are you? No, oh, yes. Yeah, David. Yeah, that's right. It's a big one in the Bible. What's what, Brian? Is that anything? What's Brian? It's Irish, from what I understand. It means strong. Damn. Yeah, I was going to say, don't you have a joke about that? No, I just mentioned it on here, and then you uh, you clipped it up and, and put that on the, the live show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, where are we at? Did I did the recording stop when I jumped off? No. It, at least it looked like it's still recording. Or this is yes. all just a waste of time. One or the other. It's it's recording now. It's So we're good. All right, what, what's your time clock say on yours? 36.09. Okay, mine says 17. So ah. I was going to say, this. we've been going much longer than this. Um, we well, should we'll see how this in, turns out. Yeah, we should dabble in sports for a minute. Uh, uh, the I, NBA went wild, we're... except for the Cavs. What were you saying, what was Dave? That? I was just going to say, I, I think we were talking about prop bets when it fell off. I can't remember. Yeah, I couldn't but... find any odds on the silly ones, but uh, it was just all, you know, every last thing you could bet on for the actual game part of it. You know, anytime touchdown scores, uh, first quarter over-unders and shit like that. Isn't, Isn't there like a how long is the national anthem? Let's see. Isn't Gronk kicking like a field goal or something for people or FanDuel, I think. What's that about? I have no idea. I think it's just a thing that they're doing where people can bet on whether he's gonna miss it or make it. I bet he makes it, dude. I bet to the ether that he makes it. I'm not putting any money on it, but <laughs> That's how I bet. I just say it. There you go. <laughs> like like you declare bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Um, the anthem over under is a minute 59. I bet it goes over. The longest over under since they started doing it was 223 for Renee Fleming. Lady Gaga was 222. Jennifer Hudson, 204. They think the ladies are going to really soak it up. Who's singing it this year, did they say? Chris Stapleton. He sings that sweet Tennessee whiskey. (laughs) He redid that song. That's an old song. No, it's him. He didn't write that. I don't know. That's an old country song. I don't like old country songs. I don't like new country songs. You don't like any country? Some, very, very little. Any country that sounds kind of like classic rock, I'm in. Skinner. Skinner, that's not I wouldn't country. Even, yeah, that's just Southern rock. Country. I love Southern rock. I love the Almond Brothers. Shit like that makes me happy. You always listen to Shooter Jennings, Waylon's boy. No, that's Waylon's boy. Shooter Jennings, yeah, it's Shooter. Waylon's son. He's good. He's he's more like rock. He's got some like love song fucking stuff, but he fucking rocks out and talks about getting pussy and killing cops and stuff. Wheeler Walker Jr. That's what uh, Sarah loves him now. Just now, 
I don't like country, but I like Wheeler Walker Jr. I've seen him on your mom's house podcast. Yeah, that's where she discovered him because she's going through. She's you know several years caught up now because she just keeps listening to the old ones every day. Yeah. Yeah, people love him. He's funny. Huh. Didn't know that. Yeah, songs are hilarious. I don't know much about him at all. I've never listened to him. I've never been. A lot about getting pussy and uh, getting wild. Nice. He's like, the, he's like the Richard Cheese of uh, country music. Who is Richard Cheese? Yeah. Who is okay, Dick Cheese? God. Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine. It's, no idea. He does. They do lounge covers of you know popular songs they've got baby got back rape me by nirvana um uh <laughs> get down with the sickness and he's like ooh ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds fun. yeah yeah it, it's hilarious if you ever want to throw like some lounge music on and then it it's just funny shit um you know they kind of mix it up like the the dan band or whatever Mm-hmm. Um, except it's you know the band it's Richard Cheese and Lounge Against the Machine. Okay, yeah, that'd Dick be fun Cheese. for a party. Yep, Dick Cheese for sure. You weren't listening. You didn't hear Dick Cheese when we worked together. That was when I I delved deep into it. I was playing it in the office every once in a while while the cat's away. The mice will play type of thing. <laughs> NBA, you brought it up. It was wild. It's a, it was a big thing that happened, yeah, for our sports LeBron, podcast. Yeah, LeBron <laughs> scored his points. Yeah. Um, I didn't watch it. It was too late. Me Did either. you stay up and watch it? No, no I, I was up. I just didn't watch it. No. Good for him. I mean, yeah. it didn't make anything. It would have been cool if he was in Cleveland and did it. I would have cared more, but I think I think he's got to go into the Hall of Fame as a Cav, though, right? Do they even do that in the NBA Hall of Fame, like baseball? I don't know. I'm not sure about that, but I would. You'd hope that he'd go in as a as a Cleveland Cavalier. I was hoping that he didn't get it that night, just because somebody paid ninety two thousand dollars to be there, and I hope that they wasted their money. Well, if (laughs) I mean somebody would have paid that for the next game. Yeah, but somebody paid it for that game, and I wanted that to be a total waste. I wanted somebody to go leave and just be like, "Oh, what the fuck? What was I doing?" That's a that's a nice car. You can get a you can get like a Denali for that. I can get more than a Denali, right? Is it Denali ninety two thousand dollars? Something like that, yeah. Denali's are super expensive. Some kid in high school got a Denali for his first car. I had a buddy that had one too, but he gave us rides a bunch and he put like these giant subwoofers in it. We used to push it around uh in parking lots to like train for football. Nice, hell yeah. 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 Robbie used to let us like drink and drive it in fields and stuff. Uh, it, was, it was fun. It was fun to have that Denali at our disposable. I remember being very drunk and driving it in, in a in a field, just tearing it up. The flagship oh, Denali Ultimate starts at ninety four thousand five hundred fifty five dollars. Holy shit! Who spends that on a goddamn car? You can get a base model for closer to seventy five. I haven't owned a car, my own car, in. 10 years. I sold the last car I owned. I sold to pay for our honeymoon. So you lease I, now? No, I, well, Allison has a lease, but we have one car. Cause I just drive these fucking delivery vans. Oh everywhere. yeah, that's right. 
Yeah, I don't have a regular car, so it's, that's sick. Uh, Company car, baby. I guess, yeah, dude. But sometimes it's just like I got one that's like a. It used to be a a police paddy wagon. It's <laughs> yeah. it's just like all fucked up, dude. It's just dense everywhere. You can just tell where people are like stomping and like punching the inside of the back walls and stuff. It's a piece of shit. It's, it's, it's a job done. Yeah, it's it's still a paddy wagon on hamburger day. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Waka waka. That was good, Dave. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> uh, well, Kyrie is a um, he's a Dallas Maverick now, and uh, Windhorse was is now uh, saying th- this whole Kyrie thing is not over, and that they, he might go try and join uh, Kevin Durant in um, in Phoenix because he's he's about to be a free agent. Um, so they never know there. But, like, the Cavs did nothing. Everybody thought the Cavs were going to do something. Cavs did nothing. What could they have possibly done? Traded Karis LeVert. For what? What could they have gotten that would have exponentially helped them? They're, they're, and that's that's probably why. I mean, that's what Kobe Altman said in a little, like, blurb that I read today. But there really wasn't anybody they can go and get. Like, So the only thing is, is, like, now you're committed to Karis LeVert. And moving forward, his contract is up at the end of this year, but with how much they are in cap hell, they really have no choice but to re-sign him because they can offer him money and go over the cap because he's one of their players. Right. But if you let him walk, and then you even got rid of Kevin Love's contract, you got you let Chet, uh, Jetty walk, you'd still have 13 mil as opposed to uh, you know what you can offer Karis LeVert. So... You're not going to find anybody even comparable to Karis LeVert when you're offering the, uh, you know, minimum whatever. So you're saying that thirteen mils, like a what mid max, whatever they call it. Yeah, something like that. So you're saying they should have traded Karis so they could have a guy that they can re-sign and go over. That's not Karis. Yeah. I mean, that I was know, the whole man. point of Karis LeVert was like. They, they they went and they they got went out and signed him thinking like okay either he's going to contribute um, w- scoring far more than he does or he'll be this you know awesome trade piece because he's he's going to have a, a large contract that's expiring. I think that guy's role is coming off the bench in the NBA. I think he's like a Jordan Clarkson type player where he could give you some offense coming off in the second unit. But the, he's been forced to play in the starting lineup because Coro's been bad, but it seems like he's coming around, and he's very young still. So yeah. maybe that's the thought process with it is like, okay, now we can use him for what he's worth. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I, I hope so. Uh, I, a lot of people are very mad at them for for not pushing chips in because nobody has any patience anymore. Nobody cares about anything but a championship. So, you know, people are, people are pretty pissed, but – I just the only thing for me was like once I heard on the radio, I think it was Chris Fedor was like saying that about the the salary cap and how now you kind of have to keep him. It was like, oh, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I suppose that's a good point. I don't know. I think their expectation this year is to win a playoff series. I mean, if they could win two and make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, like you just build veterans. I mean, that's what you have to do right now. This what uh, Garland's twenty three, Coro's twenty two, and Mobley's 21, yeah. so... A bunch of babies, so... Yeah, so there's time will tell. I mean, look at Boston. 
Like they just kept that those two guys around and Marcus Smart and they yeah. got a pretty good chance to win a championship. Uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell's not an old man. Um, you know, I don't. How many more years does he have on on his contract? I think two. Hopefully, they resign him. It's not like Dan Gilbert won't open up the checkbook. Or and Dan Gilbert point, might not even be there. Very true. Yeah. Um, He's not but, doing well. <laughs> I, I guess, you know, you, you still probably can offer him more than other places with him being one of our players. I still don't totally understand how that works with the Supermax, but um, hopefully they, they're able to retain him and, and build some uh, veterans within these young guys. And, you know, two, three years from now is when we're actually supposed to, to really be the, the juggernaut. Yeah. So right now is just the process. And... For what it's worth, they'll figure it out. Kobe Altman has been... I'm sure he was trying to move something. He probably just couldn't get anything because everybody was giving up fucking five picks for guys. You know what I mean? Like They're all second-rounders. Who the fuck cares about a second-round pick in the NBA draft? I mean, I hear you. But then you just shuffle those picks for more guys and more guys. Yeah. It's just like pieces. It's not the NFL. People get worked up over draft picks, but... Yeah. And Kevin Durant to the Suns, they got to be, you know favorite in the west now but then Kyrie with uh the Mavs like those are now the two favorites dude that guy just bought the sun so they went out and got Kevin Durant that's pretty wild yeah that's a pretty interesting story that that guy was like a walk-on at Michigan State he's like a finance guy now and bought an NBA team he's a basketball minor on the team I wonder how much he'll be involved an NBA team that was just in the finals yeah, I, I can't believe they sold that. Yeah. Or were they really old or something? I don't know what the deal was. but Me neither. But crazy story nonetheless. And then, you know, now Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, like that's that's a lot of firepower. Oh, and DeAndre Ayton, the first pick in the draft, too. Like he's he's all right. He's not yeah, he's been like a right. killer. And then Chris Paul is still serviceable. He's no uh, Jared Allen. You take Jared Allen over DeAndre Ayton? Absolutely. I don't know if I've watched enough DeAndre Ayton. I like Jared Allen. I love Jared Allen. That, his athleticism is ridiculous, um, and his defense is crazy too. Like, there's no you can you can get that switch with a point guard on him all you want. Everybody wants that matchup. You know, you get the point guard on the center. There is no mismatch with Jared Allen. It's crazy. I think I'm gonna have to break down and buy that Bally Sports app. I checked the box scores. I watched like the highlights the next day, but. Unless they go bankrupt. <laughs> we'll see well, how that that's, goes. Yeah. Is that going to just like, is that shoe going to drop like any day now? Like I've been reading about it. and I don't know. They're, they're thinking that somebody will probably scoop it up for pennies on the dollar, but then they'll have to re, uh, redo the deals with the MLB teams. And the MLB teams will kind of have no choice but to take these less deals. And that's going to fuck over some of the, the, especially like the Cardinals who have the highest ratings out of any of the smaller market or really any sort of individual uh, channel kind of teams. And they really count on that for their payroll, so they may be fucked. They may be having to make moves. That's crazy. Guardians made a move. Cavs didn't, but the Guardians did. Yeah, what did they, they do? They shipped uh, the uh, – what's his fucking name? Will Brennan. Brennan. Will Brennan was a first-round draft pick a few years ago. Outfielder, like a big, strong dude, fast, athletic. Um they just had a log jam of, uh, you know, 
triple a or, or even some double a kind of outfielders he was on the 40 man roster probably wasn't going to be getting any sort of real uh major league playing time and I, th- I think it was half them having other guys to use and then half them respecting his career and wanting to do what's best by him because the front office has done a really good job of like actually caring about the players and you know they traded sandy leone for nothing just so he can get a shot somewhere else um, so they do shit like that. So I think they might have done that, but they they pushed everything down the line um, by getting a guy that was just drafted in the second round, twenty twenty two, as an outfielder. So it traded him to the Reds, and then you'll see more Will Brennan this year, um, and maybe George Valera. We'll see. He's he's their big time outfield prospect. Nice. Uh huh. We've missed your baseball talk. I have too. I have to. I'm starting to, to get excited. I got uh, got the Guardy sweatshirt on right now. Oh yeah, dude. Jacked. You guys gonna go out to spring training? No. 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 I got I got other places I got to spend my money. Unfortunately, I've never been. I'd love to go one time. But it uh, sounds like a, a barstool type thing to do is to go out to uh, spring training. But yeah, but I'm not one of their employees. They're not gonna. Uh, they're gonna do shit. I have to, I'd have to pay for my for yeah, my everything. You're right. Maybe one day. We'll see. If you ever want to go out there, I don't know if I'd ever be able to get time off, but uh, I got a guy we could stay with free. Sweet. It's hot. It's hot, Brian. I don't know if you I like know. the desert. I do not. Um, I got a buddy in Scottsdale. I don't know how close that is. It's but, all uh, relative. It's all desert. Who knows? Is that all we got? Did we go? I'm at a half an hour on my thing. I don't know where we're at. 52, 52 right now. Oh shit! I'm down to call it good. I'm starving. Yeah. Is there anything else sports wise going on? Did we miss anything? The basketball fights. Basketball fights. Yeah, weren't there? <clears throat> uh, didn't Mitchell get in a dust up with? Uh, oh, what's his name? What's his name? Um, Dylan Brooks. Dylan Brooks. And he said something like, "I've been busting his ass for years." Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Good. He's awesome. Donovan Mitchell's great. I'd love That's to funny. have a, I'd, I mean, as much as like he's a Cleveland villain. I'd love to have a Dylan Brooks on our team. Those are the kind of guys I root for. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, he had to slap our guy in the dick. But you know what? They've what won four straight now. Yeah, and they didn't even have Garland or Mitchell last night. Yeah, they just literally hit him in the nuts, and it turned around. Isaac Okoro's playing well. Evan Mobley's been playing well. Wasn't there another uh, bench clearing brawl? Uh, somewhere else in the NBA, I saw. I just see the memes. I don't. I. I. Not that I'm aware of. You get Shit. Your, you get your sports news from memes like a fucking boomer learns about politics. <laughs> I love it. Uh, there, there's no boomers fucking getting news from memes about sports. Um, That's how they learn about know. politics. Yeah. Yeah, on Facebook, where all the boomers are. Uh, it's weird. I've half of my friends are in love with Facebook, and the other half are in love with Instagram. And then I don't know if too many young people, but what are you in love with? I, I dig Instagram more than anything. I spend probably a ridiculous amount of time. I've come close to deleting my Facebook multiple times. Every time I go on there, it's like, fuck it. My dad's one of the worst. <laughs> I do not give Facebook permission to charge me four ninety nine. <laughs> it's like it's like he's fucking Marty Malloy. <laughs> uh, 
Marty's got some some hot fire for uh, Facebook posts though. That oh, always yeah. cracks He's me. He's the best. I'm out. Of, I'm almost out of Pepsi. <laughs> I don't know how it would go, but we should bring Marty on for an episode. We should. He was talking about wanting yeah. to do more podcasts. We should have Marty on. I'll uh, I'll get him set up. All Maybe right. we do a live one with Marty. Let's do it. We gambling tips with Marty. <laughs> oh shit, that'd gambling. be fun. Yeah. All right, go eat some peas, Brian. I'm go. I I'll probably have broccoli this time, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, go clean.